<clears throat> God. Sorry, I just had some of my green juice and all the like f dusty bits just went to the back of my throat. Oh. <clears throat> hey, I'm Imogen and welcome to my first ever episode of The Dawning Podcast. Ugh, I hate myself. Um, no, no I don't. I'm going to start that again. That's fine. Welcome to my first ever episode of The Dawning Podcast. And not only do I want to welcome you to the podcast, but I also wanted to say that your worries and frustrations and insecurities and insights and mistakes and noticings and full authentic selves are welcome here too. As I'm actively trying to be authentic, I will say I do think and worry about people I know finding this podcast and seriously judging me as I will be being vulnerable. But I think if I create this real and comfortable environment, if there's any judgments coming from others, it really reflects themselves and the things they haven't worked through and people that don't really deserve any of my energy. And also, I just wanted to say that I'm not a TikToker or a YouTuber or any kind of influencer. I think it's important to mention that. Uh, this podcast is not the next stage of my career. It's something I've created purely because I just feel really passionate about it. I want to use it to like dive into aspects of my journey and experiences that may be useful to people like me or comforting to know that someone else is going through a similar thing or might spark a little realisation in someone's day and hopefully just encourage you all to have some compassion and understanding for yourselves, whatever you're going through. Uh, so I wanted to start the episode with a bit of my journey and where I'm at right now so you get a sense of me and if you'd like to listen to what I have to say but um, in the future I'll be discussing all sorts of things from ADHD to escapism to managing stress to letting go of toxicity and I might have some different people on here uh, and I'll be asking you guys on the podcast's Instagram which is at the dawning podcast for your suggestions too. Uh, so let's get into my journey. If there's anything you're interested in or want me to go deeper into, then drop me a message. Uh, that sounds so weird. I, I'm not used to this. I'm really not used to podcasting. <laughs> okay. So I think a lot of my journey, um, in regards to like mental health and other aspects of my life kind of does revolve around school as um, I think that probably is the same for most people because school is such a big part of our lives growing up as kids I guess and I think I have to say here I actually don't really agree with schools um, I don't really think that the education system right now currently is very suited to our sort of society and life it's kind of a school system that's been created way back in like the Victorian times when they wanted to make factory workers and people that obeyed rules and um, could do things kind of I don't know learn repeat things. Our society today in our world I think is in need of a lot more creatives and creative people and creative thinkers that think outside the box that create new and inventive things and 
to almost be what is deemed as successful in society actually you do need um a lot of creative thinking to even run your own business and so I really think uh that our school system is failing us to be honest there's a lot of kids that have a lot of mental health problems um and CAMS is not dealing with them very well because there's so many and honestly I do think our school system is partly to blame for that um so I really really disagree with the way that's run I think the testing and like learning and testing environment exam 100% marked on exam is just ridiculous and the amount of pressure that puts really young kids under is just crazy when you think about it and the syllabus you have to learn is absolutely crazy so I just thought I'd put that in there anyway so I was a kid that didn't really fit the system I was very creative very imaginative I loved art and singing and dancing and acting and making films and editing and um, surfing and skating and uh, dancing and I did ballet for a bit which I hated but I did not find school easy. I was really bad at maths and science and remembering facts and I struggled in exams and struggled with homework and paying attention. I just found it all quite hard. I honestly think that that contributed a lot to like low self-esteem for me. I never felt good enough. I kind of always, I always thought I, would, I didn't know the answer to questions and I never really thought I was good enough or I'd get it right and I never felt super celebrated at school. I could never, I was never kind of, could catch up enough to be alongside my peers. I don't know, I always felt like that. I was definitely made to feel bad about maths. Multiple times I went from a, a sort of middle set right down to bottom set and that was really discouraging and gave me really low self-esteem uh, and that was in primary school and secondary school. Um, I was quite anxious going to school. Uh, I had like what my mum called the Sunday morning feeling which was also the Saturday night feeling which was also the Friday evening feeling which was also basically anxiety and I literally dreaded going to school. I'd have a million sick days and say I was ill every day, try and go home every day. I felt tired and not happy. I'd beg mum to take me out of school and homeschool me and I begged mum to let me become a child actor <laughs> a lot of times. I wanted to be part of the Harry Potter series. Um... <laughs> And I think that that was always quite a big struggle in the house when I was not, you know, not going to school. And um, it eventually became a bit easier when in secondary school, when I realised I could be someone else and I started masking. I kind of I am an excitable person and I have a lot of energy to give generally but I also can be quite quiet and like reserved and like I said anxious but I think I just 
brought this huge energy person to school every day and I wasn't anxious and I wasn't worried about anything and um, it was a small fix I think for a while then sort of my exam pressure came in and I became very depressed and very pressured and I I didn't feel good enough again and I kind of felt so stressed and so much pressure especially at the beginning of my GCSEs that I think I became emotionally numb where I didn't really feel my feelings very well. I thought that I got rid of my anxiety but I actually didn't like it was just me being emotionally numb which is not very healthy. It felt comfortable at the time but very sort of deteriorating Um, anyway but I also kind of struggled with friendships in a way I think that I never really had the right ones I was always sort of felt boring and not enough uh, a lot of the time I could never trust anyone no one ever I mean a few people strong friends came and uh, went which is great and I'm forever grateful for those but I think I struggled trusting and opening myself up uh, ever since I think I lost a few friends um, in primary school, which really shocked me. I didn't know you could just lose friends and not be friends with people anymore. And I know maybe that's just a part of life and that happens, but I was a very sensitive kid. And there's not, I don't want to say the word oversensitive because no one can ever be oversensitive. Your feelings are always valid. And I was a lot of the time constantly being told my feelings weren't valid. I felt ashamed with myself for feeling stress around school. I would look around and I'd be like, everyone else is perfectly fine being here and they haven't had the massive struggle I had in the morning or it didn't seem like they had. And I always felt like not quite the same. And when I'd ask my friends and people, it never felt like they hated school as much as me. And I always found that really difficult. I think I went through a lot of things throughout secondary school. I even went through the same sort of body image struggles and the media and societal expectations, which I think all contributed to low self-esteem. But then almost like in a goldmine sort of way, my brother, who has been diagnosed with ADHD and sensory issues, who was in primary school at the time, had been being very difficult in school and had been excluded and I don't really agree with the word difficult I guess that's what teachers would describe it as but his needs were seriously not being met in school he had a lot of um I would say maybe learning difficulties and struggles and didn't want to be there he refused to go a lot of the time he even jumped the fence and ran away a few times and what's that seen as you know mischievous and um defiant behavior uh, and he was disruptive a disruptive learning influence to all of his peers but really my brother is a lovely lovely beautiful soul and person and I don't think that school really saw him at all and met his needs. They were severely understaffed and he kind of bounced around from school to school and uh, nothing really quite worked. So he's eventually 
now home educated by my parents. And through this, they realized a lot of things about neurodiverse people and different brains and how the school system is not fit for everyone as well. And they started really being able to understand me and actually my ADHD because I have ADHD, which I have now found out, which makes a lot of sense of why I find school hard and that system hard and the pressure hard. Not, not that it's hard anyway for normal neurotypical people. Um, I didn't even do my GCSEs because I was the COVID year, uh, which was almost the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I started getting so uh, stressed. I refused to do them and to go in. I didn't want to be there. I seriously just would rather have no qualifications than do this really scary thing that's quite felt like it's made to feel like life or death you know and I don't think I even went on in on the school picture day uh I was so just not involved in life but luckily the GCSEs were done um on your predicted grades went to college and I really enjoyed college and the freedom of college uh, it was a lot more manageable for me and I did art drama film and video in college for A levels and it was just a lot easier and I met a lot of nice people as well um, I think I also do remember there being a lot of pressure to be liked by everyone and have the crazy teenage experience and I went through some pretty serious heartbreaks, which contributed to some low self-esteem. I think a major thing was probably I had a psychedelic experience and I reopened all of my emotions from my being emotionally numb and my anxiety, which came back. And having to deal with that was quite stressful um, and quite shocking as I didn't know that could happen at all. Um, but slowly I was learning a lot about myself and my ADHD and how to manage myself and my emotions and my anxiety and I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and there have been ups and downs and all sorts of things as I think there is naturally in life. I chose to take a year out, a gap year, uh, I don't know if I will go to university considering all I've said about school, but I'm definitely not going in the next few years. Um, I've just got back from traveling in Indonesia, which was a really wholesome, surfy experience where I met lots of nice people and I went with a friend. Um, and I think it's a great way to build self-confidence and to meet new people. I think what's helped me with my self-esteem is recently stepping away from some people that have been quite toxic influences in my life and really working on myself and seeing and what I think what your inner body and what your mind and spirit really wants and if I think our judgment gets so clouded and with other people's needs and what would please them and societal needs and um and what you should do but I think what you need to do is really understand what your body wants and what it wants to do because 
then you're not doing it wrong. You can't do it wrong if it's what you want to do. And obviously you have to prioritize your health and healthy experiences, but really following my truth and my inner knowing and understanding myself and having compassion for myself. It's all a journey, but it's really helping me with my self-esteem and kind of building myself back up. And I think these teenage years are very crucial years in which you can either stick your head in the sand, go to university, not really know what you want to do, and then wake up after four years and deal with all these problems. Or you can really see what you want to do. I mean, I'm not saying university and school's bad because for some jobs like becoming a doctor or a lawyer uh, is really important and is something very valued in those pathways but I just don't think it's the only pathway it's not the only way to success it's really not and I've been doing lots of things to push myself out of my comfort zone but also not so far out that it's not doable but a right amount and that's what I've been doing it's been hard living with everyone in our house at home my dad is um works from home and my mum does too and my brother is at home and we all are at home right now I've been dad's redoing the bathroom so there's been a lot of tiling and fitting tiles going on so I've been having to record in between these moments just for a little bit of authenticity here um and basically yeah that's just a bit about me I know this episode may not have been super interesting and very brief and you're like what is what is the point of this but I think it's important to know for you guys to know my journey and where I've been and what I'm doing now before I go on to maybe do and more episodes I'm thinking of doing another one now that you can listen to that might be more of the structure I would usually do um but thank you so much for listening I really hope you enjoyed it and it wasn't um too boring and you really met me um and yeah I will see you in the next episode thank you bye (laughs)